up texting uh, Coach Justin Davis, and we just hit it off from there. I really chose this school because I really chose Livingstone, not the fact that it was an HBCU, because at the time I really did, I like, I really wasn't educated on the HBCUs. I mean, of course, cover being staying in Florida, of course, you know what. TCC is, you know what FAMU is, so you know all the schools in Tallahassee, but you really don't like pay too much of like other schools around. Uh -huh. He ended up, he ended up giving me a track and field scholarship, and I also had an academic scholarship, so I wasn't having to come out of pocket much. But well, that's on, fantastic, man. And one thing here at the Career Education Learning Center, you know, we're basically a scholarship resource center. You know, designed to help students find scholarships, grants, endowments, fellowships, whatever it is. Welcome to the Great Education Learning Center podcast. I'm your host, Mitchell Rivers. It is an honor and thrill to have Kristen Busey on our show today. Kristen is a senior student athlete at Livingstone College, located in Salisbury, North Carolina, majoring in business administration. How are you doing today, Kristen? I'm um, doing great. Happy to be here. Thank God to be alive. Hey, I'm happy to have you, man. I'm glad you're alive too, man. I don't think they let me have a show otherwise. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. So, Kristen, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your future career goals. Um, so, as y'all can see, my name is Christian Bussey. Um, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Um, I have five uh, younger siblings and one older sibling. Um, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, but like I like uh introduce I am a 4.0 HBCU business administration major and I go to the Livingstone College. That is wow. 4.0. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you but man I I only day I could get an A in was history course. I didn't come I was a business administration also but I didn't make that good. <laughs> Keep going Chris. I'm sorry to say you but hey, man I tell you what. what when it comes to having a 4.0, it's just all about your mindset. Mm -hmm. It's like you got to make sure you balance your fun out because you don't want to be too, too focused on the books. That way it's hard for you to learn. So you got to you gotta find you a balance. You got to know when it's time to go party, know when it's time to go have fun. But you also got to know when it's time to lock back in and get your work done. So I just I just found my equal balance and I'm just trying to make it do well, let's go to equal balance. So you're also a student athlete. What sport do you participate in? And what do you do in that sport as far as, um, I think you told me earlier, track and field. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Uh, I run track at Livingstone College. Um, when I first came in, I was a jumper. But now I just trans I transferred over to the field side fully. Had to stop running. I'm getting a little too old for that. <laughs> so now I'm a uh, javelin throw, but I'm one of the best in the CIAA. That is fantastic, man. I tell you what, that is amazing. Um, I also went to UC Pembroke, and I tried out for the track team. But due to I was in the Army Reserve, Kristen, um, it was like between the money, who going to offer me the most money, U.S. Mm -hmm. military or UNC Pembroke. 
And so, although UNC Pembroke has a very good track and field, I'm going to plug that in for my school. Um, I, went to, I went to the military to pay the most money. And so, so you, you're from Florida. How did you end up at Livingstone? Um, so my uh, guy, sister, sister, uh, close friend that I went to high school with, we ran a track together. Her name was Samaya. Uh, Samaya is actually in the military now. She's in the Navy. Oh, okay, but, great. She uh she ended up getting an offer from Livingstone, so she was like she was like hey bro do you want to come here? I was like man you know I really want to try to go to school, but I I had talked to my mom about it. My mom was like yeah you should give it a try. You're a smart kid. I know you can do well. So I'm like okay cool. So I text the coach. His name's Coach Davis. I call him Coach JD. Shout out Coach JD. I know you probably <laughs> watching this. Uh, shout out all my teammates too. Uh, but yeah. So you were the, was you was you looking when you came out of high school? Was you looking to go to a particular HBCU, or you were just open to anything that you had an opportunity to um, go into as far as maybe getting a scholarship or a college that was really interested? You know, you may be interested in. Um. So coming out of high school, um, with track and field, I ended up with twenty two offers. Wow. A lot of them was like some of them was JUCOs. Mm-hmm. Which is junior colleges. Some of them was NIAs, NIAA, NIA, yeah, NIA, yeah, something like that. We know when they are, yeah, the small college, yeah. And then I had a couple D twos, and uh, but I had got I had got all of those off like one great track meet at the beginning of the season of my senior. Year. So so, when, so she came and I ended up texting uh Coach Justin Davis. And we just hit it off from there. Um, I really, I really chose this school because I really chose Livingstone, not the fact that it was an HBCU. Because at the time, I really did. I like, I really wasn't educated on the HBCUs. I mean, of course, cover being staying in Florida, of course, you know what TCC is, and you know what FAMU is. So you know all the schools in Tallahassee, but you really don't like pay too much of like other schools around. He ended up he ended up giving me a track and field scholarship, and I also had an academic scholarship, so I wasn't having to come out of pocket much. But well, that's on, fantastic, man. And one thing here at the Career Education Learning Center, you know, we have basically a scholarship resource center. You know, designed to help students find scholarships, grants, endowments, fellowships, whatever it is that you can do to go to school. Mm-hmm. I did a, a myriad of ways to go into school. I was in the Army Reserve. Um, I got, my first year, I got a scholarship. I went to community college first. So that saved money and then went to a four-year school, UNC Pembroke. And so there's a myriad of ways going to school. And if you're fortunate enough like you, Kristen, to get a four-year scholarship, take it, take advantage of that, no doubt about it. And while I'm speaking yeah. on that, how did you balance between athletics and school? Um, so you can't run track if you have under like a 2.0. Mm-hmm. But our coach has a standard, so he tries to keep everybody above a 2.5. But I just – like my mom like never raised a dummy, mm-hmm. so and a dummy is not even like a person that's just dumb, slow, or can't get it together. It's a person that just doesn't put forth the effort to try to be better at at the craft that's at hand. So I just took it took it upon my shoulders. I was like, let me see what I can do. So I just started doing my work like regular, taking my tests like regular, and my midterm grades came back, and it was like. I had, I think I had like four A's and two B's. 
I was like, dang, bro, this college stuff not that bad. Like, uh-huh. maybe I can get all A's. So the semester, my my first semester ever at school, because my first semester ever at school was spring 2021. So it's it's about summertime now. First semester grades came back straight A's. Ever oh. since then, I didn't want to lose it. That is I fantastic. Had made, I had made this for the first time. I was loving it. So did you did you come in on after COVID? Was y'all doing um online classes then only then? Because mm-hmm. I spoke to another um person beforehand and they said they had a they they came I think they came in the freshman year but they was on campus and they went off campus because they came in on COVID. You did you come in at the end of COVID when you came to college? Oh uh, yes sir. The end of COVID because I graduated twenty twenty when COVID first started kicking out. So I graduated high school like June twenty twenty because I think it was pushed back because COVID. So right. Yeah. And then I came in the following spring. So so yeah, I came in spring uh twenty twenty one. So how was that adjustment? Because I know like when I came to school because I didn't have to worry about COVID and I got the chance to get that college experience, being on campus, going to parties, going to activities, meeting new people from different backgrounds. Um, meeting my professors on a one-on-one basis and talking to them and really learning and get enthralled to that that great college atmosphere. But do you have the opportunity? Would you just, did you start off online? Like, okay, we got to start off online classes, or were you able to go to the campus your freshman year? Um, I was able to go to the campus my freshman year. So I moved. I moved all my stuff from Pensacola, Florida, to Salisbury, North Carolina, where I attend school at Livingstone College. Um. Uh, it was just so uh, we had practice, but it was social distancing kind of sort of thing. So we had practice. Some days we had practice. Some days we not. I met one of uh, one of the guys I call my brothers. Uh, two of the guys I call my brothers. His name's uh, uh William Guyton and uh, Kurt X. We call him Kurt X for short, but his real name is Curtis Xavier. And those been my homeboy since uh, day one. And then us guys. Those two guys and one other guy named Jalen, uh, my first semester ever at college, we used to just try to make the most of it. We used to hang with the uh, upperclassman. Her name was Kendra. And she used to just take us everywhere and then show us around the city as much as we could get out. And that's fantastic, man. I know it had to be rough on you. Uh, so how was that transition? Were there challenges? You coming from Florida all the way to North Carolina. Was there a challenge as far as maybe cultural differences or – just the way people talk or the way when we eat or whatever like that. Were there any cultural challenges there? Oh, not really. Mm-hmm. It really it really wasn't a big change to me because I think North Carolina people try to eat like they're down south. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> so it, it was like they just try to act like they're from the crib. So it, it's okay with me. So you didn't mind being that far away from home? Did you get homesick like a lot of freshmen yeah. did? Or you just like, hey, I mean, I'm here. I'm enjoying yeah, myself. Yeah. And I'm just going to and immerse into this great um, city of Salisbury, North Carolina, and have fun and, and do a, what I want to do with it and, and just go out and have fun and, and learn at the same time. Was that your, your mindset? It was, for sure. Uh, see, for me, it was just come in, handle business, do what you got to do, this and that for everything. But come to find, I like North Carolina. Oh, maybe man. not so much just Salisbury, but – as mm-hmm. far as like maybe staying in Concord or staying in Charlotte, mm-hmm. that may be in the future for me. Oh, that's great. And you talked about being an entrepreneur, being a business administration major. Is that what you want to do in the future is be, become an entrepreneur? 
Uh, yes, sir. I got a few. I got a few plans, but right now, one of the things that I'm investing into is myself because I uh, I have a clothing brand called Never Stop. Oh, okay. And the meaning behind Never Stop is uh, you know, everybody in life they go to adversity. Right. You know, you know, things hit. You hit things hit the fan, and it hits the fan fast. Yes, it does. It's on you to persevere through that. And sometimes you're not gonna have nobody to 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 push your gas pedal to make you go. Sometimes you just gotta have the willpower to be like, okay, I took this loss, or I took this hit. What can I do to get back on my feet? Or not what? How can I do it? When can I do it? I'm trying to do it right now. Right, right. I like that. Sounds good, man. Never stop. You know, I'm gonna definitely have to send me one of those t-shirts or hoodies or whatever hats or whatever. I'm definitely have to get one of those and remind myself going into entrepreneurship myself. Um, yeah. My background is in uh, finance and banking. And in fact, did you have a recent internship in finance and banking? If I, uh, yes, I actually had an internship at the State Employees Credit Union. The oh, man. And I love and I love St. Paul's Credit Union. I've been a member for many, many years. How was that experience? Tell us a little bit about that experience. My audience will know about internships. Uh, how to stress internships for students, you know, if you can't get an internship. I was not fortunate, Jan- Kristen, to have an internship. Uh, my internship was going to Dejus Hill, Dejus Storm in 1991. Right. <laughs> my internship, knowing how to survive a war. But, so, so to start off, my pay was... Uh, Fifteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty good because yeah, pretty good. It's interesting. Trying to learn, yeah, because I had to manage uh, going to school, running track, and now with the internship added. So mm. I was working twelve hours a week. So I would go in on Mondays, I would go in on Wednesdays, and I would go in on Fridays. And it'll be from like one one or one thirty to like five thirty when we close. Mm-hmm. And um, so what, what experience did you learn from the internship? What did it teach you that's going to help you? You think when you're entrepreneur, do this, um, really go full stride when you graduate? Um, it just taught me. It taught me a lot about credit. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually, I before I even had the banking internship, I had wired myself up on credit and how certain things work. And I used to pay attention to my grandfather. He worked at, uh, well, he's still alive, but he he used to work at uh, Navy Federal, the oh, first yes. large credit you in the world so it'll just he just tell me little stuff and it'll stick with me so i took that into my internship and as i was listening to like some of the people i was training with miss leslie Devin, miss meredith miss donna keon and the rest of the guys um and they they were just teaching me they were teaching me loan advisor things they were teaching me um uh, what's what's it? About, well, I just learned. Let me just finally learn about financial literacy earlier than definitely most of my generation did, and that's what we try to teach. Also, financial literacy. I'm also a financial representative. You know, I have my security license, life insurance license, and health insurance license. And financial literacy is one thing that I think the whole country finally is starting to get a hold of. Like, we need to get the credit right. You need to learn about, you know, spending, needs, and wants, because a lot of that these days we get messed up. We want and we know what we need and the want is two different things. And we right. want what we don't really need and need what we really don't want. And yeah. so trying to get that straight out with the whole population. So in fact, they're trying to teach more financial literacy in high school. Would you recommend financial literacy classes in high school? So that way when kids graduate, they have a little bit more handle on how to handle that once they get on their own. 
Oh uh, yes, sir. Most definitely, because uh, when I graduated, my people, uh, my grand, my granddad, my pa, uh, he pushed that on me big. So he kept telling me get a credit card, get a credit card, get a credit card. See, I started with a secure credit card, and then I I have advanced from there. So I have a really good credit score. I have a seven hundred plus credit score. So that's great. So now you learn financial literacy. You're a senior this year, student athlete. So one thing that's sounds like to me is you learn time management. How important is time management? Because you seem to have that grasp of that when you came in your freshman year. I did not have a grasp of time management. How um, important is time management? Time management is very important because I'm an on-time person. And it's like you got to know how to balance your stuff. So how I balance my days when I'm, – I'm just going to break down to you guys a simple Monday. Like Mondays are one of my most hectic days. So Monday I wake up at 10, I used to have to wake up at 10 a.m. Well, I used to have to wake up at 9 a.m. because I, well, about 9.30 because I had an online Zoom class at 10 o'clock. So I had my Zoom class from 10 to uh, 10.50. And then from 10.50, I would have to drive from either, I would either go to the library for my class or I would stay in my room for my class. And then after, after that, I would have 10 minutes to get to the weight room because we'll have 11 o'clock lifts. Mm-hmm. So I go to eleven o'clock lifts, and then after, then after eleven o'clock lifts, I have a break from ten, from eleven to twelve. But it wasn't really a break because I had to go to quiz bowl practice. So then from from uh, ten, from, well from eleven fifteen to like eleven forty five, I would have quiz bowl practice with one of my uh, good friends, Jacob Atkins, and then we would go together. Me and him would go to our class. We'll go to our 12 o'clock class. And then once I got out of my 12 o'clock class, that's when I would go home, take a shower, get ready for work, and go to work. And after I get off work, I got to catch back up on the computer, check and see if I missed any assignments while I was on. And then after that, it's time to relax and play the game. And that is fantastic, man. Organization is very key. Finally, seems like you had that uh, under control, man. I, I didn't. I don't have that under control sometimes today. <laughs> you know, organization is very key to time management and being organized. And I tell my sons, especially my youngest son, that you need to write it down. You know, if you can't, if you don't have it on your phone or whatever, write it down and know what you're going to do ahead of time. That way you won't be missing so many things. So that's great, Kristen, that you really got that down packed. And that way you're carrying it on once you become your own entrepreneur and you be sure to make sure that you do business with me. And that way I can make sure we both make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you become yeah. successful, I become successful, and we help each other out. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, so, yeah, do you yeah. have any advice for um, any students coming in, going to be a student athlete, or just coming in college in general? Any advice for our viewers and listeners at this time? Work hard. You got to work hard. Depending on No matter what sport you come try to play in college, it, it, it's grown, it's, there's a grown man out there putting in work every day. Mm-hmm. But you also got to put in work just as hard as you put in work on the court, on the field, on the track, or whatever whatever surface you guys play on. You got to put that same dedication in the classroom, because at the end of the day, you're a student before you're an athlete. Wow. Maybe yeah. and maybe and maybe sometimes you have better athletes than they are students, and they get a chance to go to the pros. Mm-hmm. But the likelihood of you making it to the pros isn't isn't that high. Everybody can't make it to the pros. Right. See, when I got to college, I already knew I wasn't making it to the pros. 
Hey, you just gotta be real. Like, my yeah, you do. Track, you do. First track me ever went to, I got humbled like badly. <laughs> yes. you do get humbled real fast when you when I high school, college. I don't care what sport. A lot of times, the the average athlete gets humbled real bad just in practice. <laughs> no, that's well, their first meet or their first and game. Practice, you know? And practice, it wasn't so bad for me because like my teammates, they were good, but my teammates would also push me. And like with my competitive drive and my competitive nature, like I just can't get beat. So mm-hmm. I'm running just as fast as them. I'm killing myself first day of practice trying to keep up with the with the older guys, with the seniors when I was coming in as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And plus it wasn't making no it wasn't helping at all that one day we'll have practice and the next day we won't. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. It wasn't well, helping. That that is finance that is great advice, man. The financial advice you given earlier. This advice that you give about organization, time management, man, it has been great. I I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Kristen. Yes, sir. I'll come on anytime. Well, I tell you what, we definitely want to have you back, especially after you graduate and see what you're into then. And mm-hmm. also, when you start your business, come back on the show and promote your business, man. That'd be right. fantastic. We want to get more entrepreneurs out there, you know. And I think that's the way that people are going these days. So thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on our show today. Yes, sir. Anytime. And I'd like to thank our viewers and listeners for joining me, Mitchell Rivers, on the Career Education Learning Center podcast, where we're making your career dreams a reality. God bless. Uh-huh.